reaching back to restrain her. I glanced in the rear view and saw her bright pink tongue drooping from the side of her mouth. We've taught dogs to do many things, but not yet to detect sneaky New England speed traps. A couple hours later, we pulled up the steep dirt driveway to the house, the wheels of my jeep spinning a little in the icy slush, and Millie glancing around in mild alarm at the whining sound, ears perked. Julie and I bought the house fifteen years earlier to accommodate our cocker spaniel, Sally, and especially our somewhat crazed Labrador, Marty, who was hemmed in by city life. It was Marty who picked the house out. That is a story you will hear later. Millie certainly approved of his choice. She liked nothing more in the world than to hike the forested hills of Berkshire County. For the moment, I was grateful the place was still standing, its roof intact. There was a ton of snow in the yard and covering the rugged hill behind, where a few trees had fallen since Christmas. Millie leapt from the jeep and bulldozed some paths through the drifts, but it wasn't the same as being able to run free all over the place. I could tell she was a little downhearted as I hauled our stuff inside and turned up the heat. Later, when we went exploring, we found all our favorite mountain trails impassable without snowshoes. Millie might have had giant paws, but they were no match for the drifts, and it was dangerous for her to attempt, as I knew she surely would. Easy for a dog to turn a leg in deep snow. Sorry, girl, I said. I scratched behind her ear. Her dense fur was already beginning to sop up the chill, moist air. She looked at me plaintively. You must find a solution. Why else have we come all this way? Her eyes said. On an odd whim, I decided to try a woodsy little development on Stevens Lake, where I'd never taken her before. It was just down the road. Most of the houses were closed for the season, but I knew they had a plowed road that went around the lake. It wasn't all that exciting except for a little stretch of undeveloped land that rose above the water. Still, we could get some exercise there. Millie jumped back in the car, upright and alert, eager to carry on. Mostly what we got at Stevens Lake was muddy. The road was potted with mushy ruts. My Devon cream retriever soon looked more like hot chocolate. I would have much explaining to do when I got back to New York, and goldens, sweet as they are, can smell pretty sour when damp. I reminded myself to pick up a new air freshener for the car when we headed back in a couple of days, probably several. Millie was undeterred. She ran and splashed and occasionally threw herself on the ground. She didn't care how she smelled. I suspect she enjoyed it. Her breath preceded her in puffs, and she kicked up her hind legs like a colt when a breeze whipped off the lake. Every once in a while, she'd turn and pause, tail erect, waiting for me to catch up. Come on, her stance said. I'm not going to wait for you all day. We turned around eventually, though it took a little coaxing on my part. Come on, MJ, time to go home. I'll cook you a burger on the grill. On the way back up the road, Millie, bored covering the same ground in reverse, ran off to check out one house or another, sniffing around for signs of life, and food, probably, but always galloping back at my whistle, splashing through the icy puddles and causing me more angst, almost deliberately, it seemed to me. She had a little of the devil in her, 
and I couldn't help wondering how long it would take just to get her clean enough to come inside. Then, all at once, she took off up a barren hillside toward a darkened house I had not noticed before. I could barely see it through the naked trees and the lowering sun. Millie strode purposefully up the steep, curving driveway. I whistled. I shouted. She trotted on. Finally, I followed, more curious than perturbed as to why she would ignore me. Millie disappeared around back. I was slipping and sliding at this point and calling her name, shocked she could be so oblivious or willful. Then I thought, not a dear carcass, and began running. Actually, it was the main entrance to the house, tucked in the rear so as not to obstruct the lake view. Millie was sitting patiently on the little porch, giving me a grave look.